Hello everyone, Coach Joe here and welcome to the Magellan Network Podcast, where you'll learn the rules and tools for success in the financial services industry to become a better business owner, entrepreneur, and professional. If you like this podcast and want to subscribe, search the Magellan Network Podcast with Coach Joe on SoundCloud or iTunes. With that said, let's get into it. Hi, this is Coach Joe Lucas, and welcome to this very special episode of the Magellan Network Show. You know, February 1st, 2019 marks my 25th anniversary of being a coach for financial advisors. And, you know, in that time, and you think about quarter century, um, you know, I've done over 52,000 uh, individual coaching sessions. And so, you know, I came to this today uh, with all these prepared remarks, and I'm going to talk about this and talk about that. And, and then I, I kind of forgot all that, and I said, you know, I'm just going to speak to you from my heart today. Um, it's been my privilege to do this. And, uh, you know, I started, for those of you who don't know, I literally cold walked Manhattan, uh, various, broker, various uh, brokerage offices, Prudential Beige, a lot of names that don't even exist anymore. And I literally would go to an advisor and say, hey, I'll give you an hour of my time, give me your top three challenges, I'll solve them for you, and you pay me what you think it's worth. And I literally handed them a blank invoice. Um, there was no coaching. Uh, I was a peak performance consultant. Uh, when we started to use the word coach, people would always say, what sport? And now fast forward 25 years later, right? Um, everybody knows what a business coach is. Everybody knows what a life coach is, right? And all these other coach, 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 right? It's all over the industry. And, you know, I think that's a great thing because I, I do believe that, look, there's a lot of professions if you think about it, like doctors and lawyers and CPAs, uh, who also have business coaches, right? And, and entrepreneurs and everything like that also. But here's the interesting part. You know, if, if I'm a business coach and I work with an executive or I work with a CPA or, or a, an attorney, am I going to have that much leverage? So hear me out. Am I going to have that much leverage? So, you know, if I improve a CPA's practice, are they going to make a lot more money? They'll make some more money, right? But you don't have that dynamic. What I have found, uh, specifically working just with advisors for a quarter century, is that if you have a, if you have a great coach, the right coach, um, you could double, triple, quadruple your income in two to five years. That's the ultimate leverage in my mind. So what have I learned in these 25 years? You know, I remember this industry when it was about dropping tickets, uh, preferreds, Bonds, stock of the day, fund of the day, things like that. And advi an advisor knew when they walked out that door at 4.05 Eastern or whatever time zone you're in, whether or not you had a great day, successful day or not, by how much money you made, how much commission you had. And now you can walk out that door at any time or not even come in, quite frankly, right? And the scorecard's different today. The game's different, right? And so... No matter what, I don't care how much technology comes in this space. And I remember, look, I, I remember the conversation 20 years ago. Oh my God, these discount brokers. We're going to be out of, they're, going to, they're just going to chop the commission. We'll be out of bit. We'll, we'll be doing this for free, right? And uh, lo and behold, our, our industry flourished. Then five years ago, basically, what started to happen? Oh man, this technology, these robo-advisors, man, they're going to come in. They're going to eat our lunch, stuff like that. Hasn't happened. And I don't predict. I don't predict it will. 
the one variable, the one, let me rephrase that, the one constant we have is this is a people business. And there's two people that matter. Number one, you. And number two, who you're with, right? So uh, your client, your prospect, your center of influence, the other human being with you. There's only two things that matter, right? So how do you influence yourself? How do you influence another human being? That's it. If you don't master those two things, you'll make some money in our business. Here's the beauty of this thing. You could still be very dysfunctional and make 100 grand a year in this business, 200 grand in this business. It's doable, right? Um, I laugh all the time because I sit there and, and you can go to any conference, you know, whether it's a, a broker-dealer conference or a custodial conference or FPA or whatever, and you can run across people making a quarter million dollars a year who, are, who feel like absolute failures. I mean, we have a weird deal in our space, right? And I think that's what's really important here. I mean, imagine if you really got your act together, right? And you figured yourself out. Remember, two people, right? You and the person you're with, right? So number one, you. Imagine if you really harnessed what you really wanted to do, right? And that's my gift. See, everybody's got a unique ability. You know, Dan Sullivan, strategic coach, says unique ability, right? Well, my unique ability is I can sit down with any financial advisor, talk to them, uncover exactly where their gaps are, and fill them for them, and help them get it done. I mean, I can do that. I'm not gonna say I can do it in my sleep, but I do it pretty well, okay? The other thing I've learned is you have to, as an advisor, evolve or die. So the concept of, oh, I, you know, I wish the good old days and comply, you know, hey, you know, the good old days are today. Right? That's it. So with evolution comes uncomfortableness. And you've got to accept the fact you have to be uncomfortable in order to evolve. If you're trying to, well, Joe, I just want to be comfortable. I just want to build this to this, you know, these many clients and this much money. And, and I, I just want to have that. I'm, I'm good after that. No, you're not. Because as soon as you say you're done, it slides. There's no, there's no constant. There's no arrival point there's either we're getting better or we're getting worse that's it and so you as an advisor you always have to be striving the next thing what holds an advisor back from greatness two things really uh their ego and their arrogance and i've said this before and i'll reiterate it here uh your ego and your arrogance will cost you millions of dollars in your career. And the question is why? Simple. Because it's easier to blame others and to have this persona, right? And think about this for a second. You know, how many times are you in a social setting, business setting, and you put your armor on, right? So you're, you know, I'm super successful and I'm good, right? And not that you walk around like, like really like an ass, but you know, you put that that suit on. But in the back of your mind, you know, I like to, I like to have that person as a client. Sure, I'd like to have an opportunity to work with that one. But you never open your mouth. You never have that conversation because you're afraid to, right? So what does that get us? A missed opportunity. See, this is the challenge in our industry. Your income, your, your wallet, your checking account is a direct correlation to your mindset, your psychology. Now, the question I have for you is this. 
How much time, money, energy, and effort do you put into that? Or are you chasing the next marketing program, the next shiny object? You know, oh, I, what I need, I need, I need a Facebook ad campaign. You know, I, I need to get out there on LinkedIn. Um, I need to do seminars. I, but if you get up in the morning and you look at the man or woman in the mirror and you have doubt, there's no amount of marketing that will overcome a poor mindset. Yeah, you may get a little success here and there. It will be short term. It'll be short lived. You'll get uncomfortable because you don't know if you deserve to be successful, and then you'll sabotage it. Because that's what advisors do. And yet, in, in spite of all that dysfunction, you still make six figures a year, right? Think about that. This is a, you know, for me, this is a fascinating space. It has been, that's why I don't coach any other industry, any other profession. I mean, this is my sandbox and I love it, right? Um, so with that said, a couple of announcements. Uh, number one, uh, so 25 years, February 1st, 2019. My goal as of right now is to coach another 25 years. Uh, I'll be 55 this year. So you guys can do the math on that, right? Uh, 80, and then we'll take a look and see where life is, right? So the point is that I am just at the half point of my summit. You know, people ask, you know, you know I ask myself, when am I going to be at my best? Answer, every day that goes on. My, my best day as a coach will be my last day. Why? Experience. See, you can go get, if you got, if you got to have knee surgery, you can hire the surgeon that's done 500 knees or the surgeon who's done 5,000 knees. Which surgeon do you want? Right? There's no replacement for experience. And that's in my world, and that's in your world. You can go get designations. I can go get designations. I mean, it may make me a little smarter. It's not going to replace experience. And I think that's really important. You know, I look at I look at this space, and I have for for literally almost my entire career, as a platform. Being an advisor is you can have your cake and eat it too. Think about this. You get to do the two things that most human beings would love to have. Economic abundance and time freedom. If you build it right, right? Nobody tells you how much money you're going to make. Nobody tells you how many hours you're going to have to work, right? And so it's a wonderful platform. But with any platform, right, there's the flip side, which is, you got to decide what you want. Think about this. And again, I'm just being random here. What percentage of advisors, what, what percentage of advisors do you think have a current business plan? It's going to be 10 to 15%. Maybe, right? And the reason why I say that is, uh, one of the first things I ask somebody when they come in my space, hey, send me a copy of your business plan. Uh, uh, I don't have one or I don't know where it is. And when's the last time, if you have one, when's the last time you looked at it? Oh, six months ago. Like, really? So what does that say? That says as an industry, we are still not there with embracing the concept or maybe better said the fact that we are business owners. We are business people. We have an enterprise. And I don't care if it's enterprise one. 
Don't sit there and ask your client to, hey, what are your financial goals? And let's talk about your retirement plan. If I was, if I was a prospect of yours, you know what I would say? Show me your business plan. Show me your financial plan. I don't need to read it. Just show me that it exists and I'll do one. How many of you don't even have that? And yet, in spite of all this, you make six figures a year. And that's the beauty of this thing. I, and I, I'll go back to that because you can't show me another profession. Like I said, time, freedom, economic abundance. CPAs don't have it. Attorneys don't have it. Doctors sure don't have it, right? And so if we think about those three, and here we are at advisors, where, where do we fit in that hierarchy, right? You know, we talk as an industry about we're going to be professional, we're going to go get certified and have designations, right, and, and all this professionalism, yet 80% of the industry runs around like salespeople, right? Just giving the store away. Hey, come in. Let me do a free financial plan for you. Let's do a second opinion review. Let's, 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 right? Let's sell. And yet we wonder why we're not held to the same level or the same level of esteem as CPAs, doctors, and I guess attorneys. Because we don't act any different. You know, we're acting like it's 1980. So what do I think the future holds? Number one, uh, I think we're entering our golden, golden age as advisors. You know, if you think about, and just, just hear me out on this for a second. What's going to happen in the next five to eight to 10 years, depending on whose math you want to believe? We're going to have three things happen. It's already happening. I already see it in my work. I already see it with my clients. We are going to have the biggest bow wave of baby boom retirements, right? Money in motion. We are going to have the biggest bow wave of advisors retiring. We are going to have the final wave of the greatest generation uh, passing on and, and transferring their wealth to the boomer generation. Three things. So you got to decide what you want. You can't sit there and say to me, oh man, there's just no opportunity out there. The, the, our, our space is awash with capital. You just got to go find it. The only reason why you're not finding it, mindset. The man or woman in the mirror. That's what holds you back. And see, uh, and I may, this may sound a little jaded and hopefully it doesn't come off this way, but I'm going to speak the truth here because I'm not really scripting anything here. I believe every coach that you've ever hired, every coach that you've thought of hiring, every coach that you might be currently engaged adds value to you. I think just having somebody there, uh, you know, as long as they're just somewhat competent works. However, if you're, if your challenger's mindset and you were the marketing coach, it's like, I've got a busted knee. I need an orthopedic, right? But I'm talking to a neurosurgeon. Makes no sense, right? Um, so you want to be care You just want to be aware of that, okay? You got to understand what your needs are and be honest with yourself. Don't go into a coaching program because I just want to go into a coaching program. Uh, make sure you resonate. Uh, I believe, and again, it's not just me here, uh, I believe coaching is a personal thing. It's a personality-driven thing. Um, there are a lot of coaches, a lot of coaching programs that are built around processes, right? And there's nothing wrong with the practice, and so let me say this very quickly. There's nothing wrong with the practice management people, right? If you need systems, 
You should go seek systems out, workflows, right? Onboarding things, stuff like that. And that will get you a little bit more efficient. That should get you a little bit more effective. But is it truly going to give you the breakout you want? Is it going to truly give you the vision that you need? You know what's interesting? I, I talked to, you know, I, I've been at this a long time, so I kind of know, and we're not going to get into names here or anything like that. Do you know, I, I, I believe I'm the only coach that has any concept of a business plan. And I've been doing business planning now for like 18 years. Uh, I'm the only coach that, that holds a multi-day, live, three-day business planning process and, and, and conference. Why? Because what's the, how can you grow, how can you build something when you don't have a blueprint? You know what most advisors' blueprint is? I just want to do a little bit better than the year before. I want to try a little harder, right? There's this narrative, and then there's nothing behind the narrative. Just concept, right? And concepts will not equal success. Concepts are like daydreaming. There's no action associated to it. So a couple of thoughts. If you can, never retire. As you know, it's funny, just literally before I recorded this, I was talking to one of my long-term clients. He's 68. Um, and we're talking, and I'm and we're talking about, hey, you don't have to retire. Here's how you know, um, here's ideas. You know, you, you even you can't monetize high enough, right? We figure a different way out. I, I want all my clients to 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 be advisors till the day they die. That's again, it's not my goal for them as it has to be, but that's my belief set. Now I plan to coach the day I die. That's my goal. You know, so my goal is not to die at 80, by the way, it's 100. I actually told my doctor that, by the way. I said, hey, my goal is to live 100, to live to be 100 minimally. And he looked at me kind of odd. And, and I told, then I said, what do I have to do to do that? He didn't have a good answer for me yet, right? And I know I'm digressing here a little bit. But the point is this, if you love what you do, and I love what I do, and hopefully you love what you do, why not do it? Why not do it at a high level? I mean, if you think about it, being a financial advisor is now being more like a coach. You got to help people with their plans. You got to be there for them. You've got to guide them. You got to keep them out of trouble, right? You got to help them paint a vision for themselves. You hold them accountable to it, hopefully. And, and that's the space. That's the future of our industry. It's not just about running money. It's not just about running money and doing a plan. It's about connecting at a deep level and caring about your clients. I mean, if you think about it, you know, you want your clients for life, as I want my clients for life. You know, my average engagement is 13 years. I've got some people with me 24, 25 years. Must be doing something right. And I know you have the same thing in your business, right? And that's beautiful. You and I are both in the relationship business. And that's great. So what's going to happen for me for the next 25 years? I'm going to do another... 50,000 coaching sessions, you know, depends on how hard I want to kind of hit it, right? Um, I, you know, I'm kind of, I love what I do. So this is just me celebrating me today on this video and also thanking you, uh, whether or not I've worked with you in the past, whether you're a current client of mine, uh, whether uh, just by watching my videos, it's impacted you somehow, some way, made you a little bit better. Maybe think a little bit differently, uh, even if I never get the privilege of working with you personally, knowing that I've impacted you, that you watch this and maybe I got you thinking a little bit differently. Uh, that's cool. I appreciate that. Um, for me, it's all about influence and legacy in the industry. Um, I care about this industry.
it's been a great thing for me. And I want to see it be its best. So here's what I'm going to ask you to do. Number one, declare to make yourself the best version of you. This is a personal development business. So improve what you do. Improve you. Number two, help others. Help others at the deepest level. Now, I'm not saying running a nonprofit here, but add value, add, add value to every human being. Whether they hire you or not, whether it's a good fit or not, make sure that they have a positive experience with you and put them on a proper path. So if they are not a good fit for you, you may want to refer them to somebody or send them to the local bank or credit union or whatever, but improve, you know, for them coming in, make it a positive experience. Three, always reinvest back in yourself. So always be growing, always be involved with personal development, conferences, um, you know, surround yourself with great people. You know, a lot of times, and I think we find this more in the bigger firms, uh, especially if the markets are not so cool, uh, you, you end up in this group think. And remember something, the old saying, misery loves company. That does not need to apply to you. Okay. Four, give back, whether it's charitable, time, money, energy, effort, make our world a better place. And lastly, find yourself a coach, somebody that you really resonate with and seek them out and see if it makes sense. I believe every advisor needs a coach, a coaching program. You need another voice because if you're, if you're just listening to yourself and remember what I said when I started this thing, right? Ego and arrogance, right? Don't be egotistical. Look, I did that, you know, early in my career. Uh, I didn't need a personal trainer. I don't, I, I've been working out for 40 years, right? All this craziness, right? right? I get a personal trainer now. I'm in, I'm in some of the best shape of my life in my 50s. And I sit back and said, I should have done this 20 years ago. Do not let your ego write checks that you cannot cash. Okay? Find a good person. Find the right program. Find the right fit. And I, I will say this, and I'll let everybody go because I know this is kind of a different kind of piece here. I don't know if there's such a thing as spending, investing too much money in yourself. Okay? Um, I commit minimum 5% of my income to, to me. Uh, I've got clients that commit 5 to 10% of their income to themselves. And here's a question you got to ask yourself, and I'm going to let you all go. Do you believe you're worth investing in yourself? Because that is the business we are truly in. You make you a better version of you. Your business will thrive. Your clients will thrive. Your family will thrive. Everybody thrives. But you've got to be willing to invest in yourself. So thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I hope to see do these for the next 25 years. You know, we'll be doing episode 10,000, right? And uh, thank you for your time. And uh, thank you for giving me the privilege of influencing you, helping you, making you see things maybe in a different light. Have a great day. So there you have it. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I would like a 14-day free trial to the Magellan Network to get better at business development, practice management, personal development, and 
overall create the ideal vision for yourself and your business, please visit MagellanNetwork.net. That's MagellanNetwork.net and claim your 14-day free trial. As always, I'm here to help you become a better business owner, entrepreneur, and professional. And with that, I'll catch you next time on the Magellan Network Podcast with me, your host, Coach Joe. Take care.